What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast for movies that have been remade, rebooted, sequelized, or are unoriginal. As always, I am your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. To talk about the 2019 version of Charlie's Angels. It's crazy. You have to put a year stamp in front of that. A movie no one asked for. <laughs> but boy, did we get. Did they give it to us. How did you like the movie, Terrence? <laughs> um, it was very okay. And I mean that in the, the every sense of the world, like comedy, okay, action, okay. Is it? Will I remember this when I let when I like I stepped out of my seat and walked out of that hallway? I felt like I was in a time warp, and I was like, oh, I've forgotten everything that had just happened a minute ago. Um, well, you know, the brain erases moments of trauma, <laughs> and I kind of feel like that's what happened. Like it, it was weird because sitting in there, I did not hate the movie, but there were active moments, and I was like, what is this movie doing, and why are we here? And I thought that probably about three or four times within the film. And then I started pulling. I was like, I just remember when Cameron Diaz and them did this. And this, even though that's not a great movie either, it was a much more fun time than whatever we're doing now. Yeah, the movie kind of with that default feels very old right away. Yeah. But like it's trying to say new things, but it says them... In a clunky way. By slapping you over the face way. Yeah, the movie (laughs) opens with Kristen Stewart just being like, well, you know, women can do everything. Yeah. Which is something I agree with. 100%. But then you have this Tex Avery wolf villain. Yeah. Who's like, anything, even construction work. And this scene goes on for three... It's a three-minute... Entire minutes. It's a three-minute scene before the actual scene takes off. Terrence, if you're a multi-million dollar cartoon character... (laughs) And you've, you know, got Kristen Stewart in your penthouse suite alone, presumably for sex. Right. I just don't believe that you're going to spend three minutes berating her gender. Correct. It's one thing to give me a scene of like, well, see, there's oppression. And I go, I see that because I see it in the real world. They do that very well with Naomi Scott's character and her boss. Yeah, that's great. And I was like, this is a real moment and a real scene. And I believe this happens. But when you crank it up to a 12. Especially when you come out the gate. At a 12. <laughs> it would be like if the twist in Black Panther was like, Killmonger's been white the entire time. <laughs> right. And we have to kill all the white people. Yeah. It was one of those. And it's weird because that scene is twofold. Like, I think Christian Stewart is doing a fantastic job delivering those lines. Like, she, her character is great. She's the best. She's part not of the right. Movie. She's not the issue. It's just the issue of how ham fisted that scene is. And you're like, we're opening the movie with this? What are we doing? I. Which is weird because it's not like also that we're taking a male-centric franchise and making it female. Right. So to open with being like, well, women can do anything, you're like, well, that's what this, this franchise has, has always been, been doing since the 70s. Right. You're not really, you know, when you even do it with like Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's been the boys club, but Charlie's Angels has always been... The girls' club. Yeah, and I and I and, I, and I'll say this because I think this is what what Elizabeth Banks was trying to do was to say that all the previous times that the Charlie's Angels has been done, whether it's the seventy one series or the two films or even the uh, ABC reboot that lasts for seven episodes, um, is that oh, yeah. those were done by men with the the gaze of men being the focus. Like we're going to 
pretty these girls up. They're going to do what, what they would quote-unquote call jiggly TV back in the, in the 80s. Even with the Cameron Diaz one, while they still were more action-centric because they were doing wire foo and all that stuff, they still gave a lot of sexual moments towards for the guys. It seems like Elizabeth was doing her best to say, hey, women, we can do just the exact same thing as guys if we're not off so sexy, too. And I'm like, oh, okay. Counterpoint, Kristen Stewart spanks herself in this yeah. movie. And there are moments when they're they're dressed as, but I, but that's one of those things that we're, 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 as a woman who's directing, women will say, if we do it and we're in control of it, then we can decide how we look sexually. So, sure. I, so I, it's, it's taking control of it and removing it from that. And that's what she's trying to do. I just think she's doing it, one, too early in the movie you can't come out the gate that heavy and it's so strong and then to then after that scene ends there's a montage of just little girls across the world doing stuff with no context because it never comes back up again i at first was like oh cool we're gonna see like the three angels as kids right and like why they can do what they do right like we're gonna see the origin story but no, no these are just I don't know, make a wish team <laughs> yeah. that wanted to be in a movie. Right. Like Like we owe these young girls a favor. So let's go ahead and like show them all around. It had nothing to do with Charlie's Angels. No. It had nothing to do with the story or these characters. It It was as if Elizabeth Banks just really wanted you to be like, it's for the girls. Right. And I and I and I and I've seen articles where she says like people were getting complaining like why do we need the Charles Angels? She's going to say well there's 37 Spider-Man movies. It's like yes and no. The the problem is here you're doing this because no one actually asked for this. Like it's different because Spider-Man keeps being the the most popular character for Marvel, so you can't right. compare apples to grapefruit. <laughs> but right. But if you want to do this over again, you need to either a flip it, and I'll get on to that later or you um you can't solely say that i just felt like doing this again but this time doing the exact same thing but let's have a female direct it because that's not enough to be like audiences come to see this because we've seen versions of this that we've liked or did not like before just putting a female director because it's not the direct we can't tell who the director is if we don't know who elizabeth banks is that means absolutely nothing to an average i was gonna say it's also a much bigger challenge and i'm all about like Mulan should have a female, female Chinese correct. director and Black yeah. Panther should have an African-American director right. and Spider-Verse should have all everything. Correct. Charlie's Angels should have a female director. But if your new take is just, I'm a woman, I feel like you miss a big opportunity. And maybe I'm wrong because I'm just a, a white man. Yeah. But like, I feel like you're not really digging deep enough into what's going on right now with right. anyone and instead of really being like you know there are men who are gonna like be shitty to you at your job and yeah to your point of like well now it's us doing it and we can sexualize ourselves right. and that's a different message why isn't that in this narrative yeah i think that needs to be heavier heavily placed throughout the film like i i think the movie should have opened with naomi scott's half of her story because that is the better like that is the better story and a little bit more of a subtle way to tell you that women have been getting crapped on at work for they're not listening to you guys so that felt more natural but i think you want to start with an action sequence so i get why you start with that one but just cut out all of that others yeah you you could have done that whole scene because that character is just silly yeah for the whole movie correct so it also doesn't make sense to me that he would be this like 
you know, Pepe Le Pew running around, but also being like, women are terrible, Yeah, please sleep with me. I also think, and I know she wanted to do it, but I also think this is one of the few times where I don't think attaching yourself to the entire universe worked in this movie's benefit. No, not at all. I felt just like, oh, this is bloated now, because now the history of having the Cheryl Ladd and Farrah Fawcett version also with the Charlize, uh, Charlize, I'm not sorry, Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu version, like all of those mixed in. You're like, oh, cool. We've just continued this on for, and now we're this big global bond type thing. It's like, now this world is so big and small at the same time. It also made their twist really feel like it was kind of giving the middle finger to the history of the franchise. Like when it was like, well, it's the first Bosley that's 100%. now the villain. I was like, 100%. oh, so like to have all this, this history that you're trying to have, you're just throwing, throwing out. It away. I almost feel like because it it's a small thing, but when he's going through the code, they're saying how their passwords are to go in and they say he's 001. I'm like, oh, it would have been better if you made him the eighth one. Because if you make him the original Bosley and then all of this is for not. Like, he he just didn't it really care about this. It also confused me because I don't know the 71 version well enough. And <laughs> right. at first I was like, oh, was Patrick Stewart In Bosley? That, is yeah. this like a big deal that he's like back doing this role? No, because like, it, again, let me say this. I don't know because I was not born. I was born after the first one ended. But I don't think it's attached because like it's no mention of it in in the the, the two thousand and two thousand three version because Bill Murray plays one and then Bernie Mac plays one of the Bosleys in those two films. So it's 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 weird. Like Bosley has been kind of already approved to be a code name. So that part I'm not a, uh, I don't have a problem with. But the fact that Patrick Stewart is labeled as number one, and then we basically turn that on its head makes this film like this entire franchise feel very cheap that we can easily just throw away a a character like that and make him a villain um well and to kind of shoehorn in at the very end this like well i was supposed to be charlie when he died and you're like well we have no context i don't remember that enough to know if that's i you never told me that charlie (laughs) died in this movie so now you're like shoehorning in this this twist that I actually could have been really cool. I could have been I mean, down for. A lot of it doesn't work for me, too, because Patrick Stewart spends a great deal of time off screen. Like, he, we almost forget that he's a character in the movie until all of a sudden, like, oh, that's right. I forgot he was here. Um, and that's just the way that this film is shot. Uh, let me say this. The actresses in this movie, Naomi Scott, uh, Kristen Stewart, and uh, I can't Ella Balansky, I believe, is the other young lady's name. They're all fine. I think they're all fine separately. I think Naomi... Um, is second after Kirsten Stewart, and then Ella is, is last. My issue is that they don't have chemistry together. I think they all are great separately. Yeah. And they're all doing their own thing greatly. Like, not the naive, I don't know how I got here, fish out of water type thing is great for Naomi. I think Kirsten Stewart's great as the plucky. She actually, I would never have thought this role would have been hers because she didn't play it against so type so much. She's so good at it. She's really good at She's it. She's a delight to right. watch. And Ella's the badass. But together, they don't feel like they ever have any chemistry together. And therefore, their chemistry is bland. The comedy which you would think that Elizabeth Banks would be kind of good at, other than when she's focusing on uh, uh, Kristen Stewart or Naomi and their moments apart from the rest of the team, comedy doesn't work. It's all kind of like very bland. Right. And the action sequences are not very memorable. It's just a weird hodgepodge of stuff that like nothing works. Whereas I think the uh, Cameron Diaz versions leaned into the comedy. So the comedy was high. They used the wire foo sometimes too much but it was like it was stylized this right. doesn't have a style it's kind of just like we're here well and it follows like once you get past the messages the movie is trying to convey yeah 
everything else is so by the numbers. Very much. Like this Callisto device that I'm pretty sure Calypso is something somewhere in and some spy I think movie. one of the Bond movies, I feel like that's been around. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere. Or Mission Impossible. Right. <laughs> this, like, blanket device that can do anything. It stays in a briefcase the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, there's the red herring, there's the person who's doing it. We're just going to sell it to the highest bidder. These are all just the same things we've done in this genre of movie forever. Right. So to really like come to the gate and be like, here's our new movie. And you're asking me why we're doing it. And my, if the best you can say is cause they've made 12 Spider-Man movies, I'm going to posit that each one of those movies was about something else right. and more reflective of what we were doing at the time. And what you've done is just copy and pasted every action adventure movie it's together. It's clear that you, if that is your response, and this sucks, I do think a woman should be directing Charlie's Angel, but if that is your response, it's clear you didn't have a vision as what you wanted to say for this. Like you, if that's what you're going to be, like, I just want a woman to do this, then you don't have anything actual to say, and we should have probably let this gestate a little bit longer before we go to the, the bed. I think this. that's kind of how I felt. I felt like Elizabeth Banks directing and even the screenplay didn't have anything to say beyond let's just do this again here we are yeah uh which again i think is just a big missed opportunity i think you could have really done something with this franchise today and kind of everything else going on in yeah the entertainment industry and all the other industries and all the twitter movements and everything else there's considering a, how big the, the 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 women movement is the female movement is going right now this should have it felt like it was trying to do that, just went about a very hollow and quick way of doing that. And therefore, right. it all just feels like a little bit uh, ham-fisted and, ham and undercooked at the same time. Like, they actually, I mean, they spent money to have Ariana Grande do the entire soundtrack and co-produce it, but no one cared. Like, not, none of this is working. It's I didn't even just, notice that. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, and they do the big thing at the end where it really is just like, well, it's... All of the men were evil, and right. all of the girls are part of Charlie's Angels. And you're like, well, this also is, again, missing the point. I'll use, like, Black Panther again. It's like, that was not a movie where then they were like, the man. Only the black man. It wasn't Undercover Brother, where <laughs> right. they were just like, get the man. And like right. that, which is, you know, a satire and a farce and right. a comedy and a great movie. Yeah. But it's like, that would have been... A big turnoff, I think, even to African-American viewers if they were like, oh, we're just doing... We're just going to... All right. You're just going to show up and be like, it's a black superhero yeah. and we're going to go fight this white CEO. There are way more levels within something like the way they handle Black Panther when I don't think any type of levels happen. In it's all surface level. Or even like Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like these are other movies that kind of also showed up and were like... We can play too, but we're really going to say something. Like, look at this time and this right. era and yeah. what we had to go through to get to a certain place and why we're still doing it now. And, like, none of these, none of the three characters in Charlie's Angels, I think, really had a strong theme behind their arc either. They were all kind of just, like, no pieces on a board. They it are. was, like... Bosley's our Leonardo character and Kristen Stewart's going to be our Raphael half, and yeah. you know Naomi Scott's going to be Donnie. Mike and yeah, yeah and Donnie and it's, yeah. it just it feels very they very flimsy and loose. archetypes like Ella is the, the fighter of the one she's the one like if you're doing hand to hand they all can fight but she's the one that if you want them her to fight the, the guy she's the one to do it because she was in MI6 
you have the brain and you have the the, the witty one who doesn't who breaks the rules and is kind of annoying to people but th- and that's what they and, and that's all i know about them like i don't know anything uh about their character whatsoever uh, and that, that's and when they try to add it, you just like meet this like random new character who's like, I don't trust you, but I guess I have to now. And yeah. Kristen Stewart's like, you know, I actually grew up in, this is probably how I felt. This is going to sound really bad. Probably how Elizabeth Banks was when Kristen Stewart's like, well, you know, I had problems too. And they're like, weren't you rich and privileged? Yeah. And I was like, I feel like that's the movie is Elizabeth Banks is like, I also have gone through things. Yeah, and, and we're like, like, did you? Did you though? Um, Seems like everything is going fine. Yeah. It's weird because I just don't think Elizabeth. I think she did a good job with Pitch Perfect too. I don't know if Elizabeth Banks and this is probably a passion project, and they persona was like, "Here, just take it." But I just don't think she was the person to direct this yet. Like this shouldn't have yeah. been her second feature film because I just think it's a little. What she's going for is bigger than what she's actually putting on screen. Because I, I, right. I, I don't. I think she was maybe trying to do something more, but just. Writing wise, missed the, mark. missed the mark, and I think this film. There's some great, there's some good moments in it. There's some good action in it. There's too. some really good action in it, um, but it's just undercut by some crazy plotting together of scenes and some just mismanaged comedy. And some of this bad comedy, Terrence. Some of the comedy is terrible. That has no real bearing on the emotional weight of a choice. Yeah. Naomi Scott kills a man. Yeah. And is like. The whole bit is, oh, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Right. And then we just cut to them and taking just, him away. Right, and they just show a video of him being tarped over, and I'm like, wait, so... Was that supposed to be funny, funny? or right. is she now going to get to the base and be like... Are we going to have our Doctor Strange moment where he's just like, I was a doctor and I've just killed a man? It's definitely a mishandling of what actually is reality. And when you do comedy like this, it's a mishandling of what's reality and what's comedy. And I think this has a hard time merging those two together. Yeah. Because um, there's some violent... These, these angels actively kill people. <laughs> right. Like consistently. But it doesn't seem like there's any weight to them murdering people. Yeah, and they keep making this joke of like, he'll get up. I mean, unless he doesn't. And it's like, these are just innocent people (laughs) right even in like an austin powers or the old charlie's angels movies or even undercover brother the people they're killing are at least the yeah they would subdue the people that are like that guy was a security guard just doing his job because there's somebody randomly running around and there's he wasn't actually trying to kill you he's like well there's somebody breaching stuff no no i broke his trachea (laughs) now i'm going to blow up his brain but there was there was never any scenes of like Naomi Scott being like, well, I don't want to do that. Right. Like there was like when they're like, we're gonna go train you to be an angel. In theory, that would have been her moment to be like, well, I'm not killing. Like I don't want to murder like, people. Certainly not my friends and coworkers. <laughs> right. You ripped me out of my life. The security guard liked me enough that me coming in with a new hairstyle, he's like, oh, come on through. It's good to see you. And I murdered him. <laughs> and, like, don't get me wrong. That was another, like, oh, well, like, see, it's the harassment's everywhere. And Correct. even this guy's doing this. And right. Those are, there are real moments where they do that. And then there's these just, like, cartoonish yeah. versions of it that are, like, well, who and who talk? Even, like, I'm, I'm not a sexist, so I don't know. But I have to assume that even the sexists aren't sitting down and being, like, now listen here. <laughs> A construction worker? Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen. This definitely feels like, and and it's been said that, like, Elizabeth Banks is a feminist, which is great. That's that's who should probably direct a film like this. But I just think that when you're doing a film, especially when you only have, like, an hour, two hours, an hour 58 to play with, 
you need to be a little bit more tactile with how you present that in film form because it sometimes can come off as propaganda and fluff as opposed to you telling a a detailed story. (laughs) It is also like, I think we're getting that message a lot in our movies now, which is good, but I do think there's at least a group of people who are a little like, okay, we get it. We got it. Like there are, I mean, that that could be why, yeah, that could be why there's a, there's a turnoff, but like, yeah, I, I, do think there is some to that that doesn't that didn't affect me and i like, didn't stop me from wanting to because i was quasi interested because i do overall like the charlie's angels franchise yeah. like i i actually am one of the few who watched the seven episodes that abc tried to do in the reboot <laughs> the reboot that no one else saw with me it <laughs> it, it's the only one out of all the series that they're like we won't pay attention to that one that one didn't happen yeah no there's always uh <laughs> something that doesn't exist the live action turtles we don't that did not happen <laughs> no but i would watch a crossover with them. <laughs> yeah yeah it really just misses its mark and it kind of tricks you every now and then with like cool locations and cool action there's there a are great chase like- sequence in here the whole um them chasing after the 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 derby is great and it's like, oh, now we're going back to just standing around talking for like another 20 minutes. That's fine. Like her static shot, like when it's in action, she's good. When she's in the static moments, I'm like, well, there, there's nothing happening here. Because the way she shoots and the way there's no comedy. There's a bit in here that I'm just like, what is this doing in this movie where they go on? And for some reason, Ben Affleck gets a shrapnel out of nowhere. I'm like, why is Ben Affleck being crapped on as Batman? And it has nothing to do with anything that's going on in this film right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> And then they just took other things out of other movies. Like that whole uh, wardrobe is just Kingsman. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, though, because they showed some uh, of the old school outfits that like the the Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu wore and some of the originals and some of what Farrah Fawcett and them wore. So that was cool. There was a way of doing nods again back to the original series. I just felt like at that point, you have to go out of a lot of ways to, to to let me know that this is the one safe house considering that now you've told me there are so many safe houses that this is the one safe house that the charlie's angels from 2000 2003 outfits ended up in this one spot because we only have one doctor <laughs> right. for this whole organization <laughs> it's just one of those ones like when you go big you also have to remember like oh crap some of the logistics of this stuff do, do not work yeah the world building in this movie was very ineffective because yeah. even to be like well it's a giant global organization now that doesn't really give me any context to like no what we're doing oh yeah or even like why bosley one is betraying everybody if we're if we're this, this big why didn't when you just turn the entire group evil like they're listening to you you could do stuff subtly be like all right cool i'm gonna take this and we're gonna take this and all of a sudden you're like huh we're the bad guys now but oh well right <laughs> like just build hydra <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um, but it seems like they were so focused, like the guy is the bad guy. All women are the and, and they're like, well, that's all we need to tell. We just need to tell <laughs> that if you have a penis, you're you're evil, and that's kind of how they what they go with, which is a weird way to like sort of morph what this franchise has become. Because a lot of what those two thousand the previous ones, Bosley was a huge part of it. Male, male, and I don't care if it's a female Bosley, but Bosley was a huge impact onto what they did. So just to see, like, yeah, guys are the devil, and now we're going to run an entire female organization. Like, okay, cool. Well, I that's guess. fine. But what about all of the other Bosleys <laughs> that were saying goodbye to him? It's like Michael Strahan is like, well, I guess I'm just screwed because I happen to be a guy. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it was a very odd twist, and even that party didn't really make sense to me because, like, suddenly the the guy who's selling the thing doesn't really realize he's selling it. 
So then we still like kill his entire party. So it reminds me. So a did bit he of, have no real guests? Yeah. Did he somehow have a party that was just terrorists and spies, even though he was unaware of the story? He, right. It reminds me a lot of bit of Mission Impossible One with Tom Cruise that there are so many, but this does it just a way clunkier and and worse way of doing it. But the reverse twist reverse and then oh crap this guy happens to be now reversed to this like what i don't care one i don't know what's happening but two i don't care because none of this matters like this is irrelevant to me <laughs> and that's yeah. where i, I finished is like i don't know who's on what side and i don't care and what a just like weird ending it's so weird just the last like this odd bit and then we just go to credits. Yeah. And have a montage of old training scenes. Yeah, we're training her, and then she's back. And then after the credits, I don't know if you took off, then there's a pole point where she gets her tattoo. And I was just yeah. like, what? This just feels like, that definitely felt like a Lord of the Rings type of moment. Where like, we don't have an ending. It was like, we're going to stop and start and stop and start. And I was like, this was... That montage of training sequences felt like, and this is where, again, Elizabeth Banks clearly doesn't know what to cut and what to keep, but it felt like she went to all of her female friends, like, as we're doing Charlie's Angel, and it's a women empowerment film, so I want you all to come through. And all the ladies are like, sweet, we don't even need to read the script, we'll just come through for a day. And Elizabeth shoots it, and it's all happy, and they watch, like, oh, that's what this movie is? Oh, shit. Well, you know, not a lot of people saw what this movie is. (laughs) Yeah, no one turned out for this flick. Um, Which... Part of it is because I think some of it, you can read some of the super female, I'm going to beat you over the face with the type of stuff that this movie was giving. But I also think, unlike the 2000-2003 one, I think the biggest thing is that this movie is has three leads that are way less known right. than Cameron, Lucy, and Drew were at the time when those films came oh, out. Oh yeah, they were like they, I enormous. Mean, like, Cameron was coming off of There's Something About Mary, and uh, Drew Barrymore was off of Wedding Singer and Ever After, and Lu- Lu- Lucy Lou had Ally McBeal was, was one of the highest rated shows on TV at the time. So those were three names that were huge. Those movies made like, cost like $90 million because of just the salary, but they made like 250 each and yeah. at a time when there was no overseas money. That's just domestic. <laughs> well, that was also like, it was back yeah, then. Right. And it's really hard to come back twice. Correct. Like you're either a franchise that gets a movie all the time. Right. And then or you continue like, on. Like, you'd like if, if that 2003 one came out and then all of a sudden they did another one in 2009 and they did another one in 2015, like Mission Impossible, where yeah. it, it stays in the, the zeitgeist, then you can probably get away. For you to go away for 16 years and be like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's what happens to the Terminator movies where it's like we show up, we do the exact same thing we did a decade ago, and yeah. we go home. And most people are like, well, I've, I've seen why this. wouldn't I just watch I'll the just better watch one over here? watch the ones I like that are actively on Netflix right now. And I think that's the other thing. Um, this is what I was saying earlier. I think there needed to be a flip. If you're doing Charlie's Angels at this point in time, whereas the Charlie's Angels withdrew and then became more of a comedy that had action, I think this one you almost just lose the comedy, just become like a drop, like an action drama. Like you have to completely change the the, the course of what you're doing. Sort of like uh, Twenty One Jump Street was a drama on television and then it became a comedy right. or in, in TV. Or uh, same with Baywatch, less to lesser extents. But you get what I'm like. You have to kind of go the opposite way if you want to get a new audience because doing the exact same thing at this point now that we have a streaming device coming out of every which of our <laughs> every hole that we have right i can just find the original charlie's angels or try find the, the charlie's angels that i like without having to spend money to go watch these three girls that i don't really know yeah it's really quite a shame yeah because i think there was a good movie in this i do think there's a good movie in here i think about 
30 minutes of cutting room floor and some tweaking and tightening here and there and probably a better female director. Uh, I would also make the argument that your story shouldn't be written by two men. Yeah, I, I do want... I, I am confused as to why women do these women and female empowerment movies and they're like, I'm going to direct you, we're going to have an all-female cast and they're like, the writers are still guys like and i really think the core of this movie's problems is that you had two guys who were probably making a movie by committee and they're like we're gonna get the younger females and it's gonna be our like go women movie Mm -hmm. and we're gonna give it to elizabeth banks and she's gonna take care of the. this was definitely unlike the mcg ones where i think they were trying to go for multi-quadrants because they were they were still sexualizing the girls quite a bit this one is actively just women and the women were like, now nah, we're good. And if you don't have the guys, because all the guys went to go see Ford versus Ferrari, and the women are probably either dating, going with them, or going, or just staying at home and watching Disney Plus all freaking week. No, nah, I'm good. Like, you, we're not going to... 8.6 is a terrible number to jump out jump yeah. out to when you cost about $50 million to make. Like, that's... You're not going to make your money. You're done. They're going to be out of the theater next week. Yeah. And <laughs> Frozen 2 is going right. to show up. We get and- Frozen 2 and Knives Out and all stuff coming out week after week. This movie will be forgotten quickly it's one of the bigger bombs like the budget's only 50 but that's still for this size of a film is pretty substantial and it doesn't even have like a post-mortem going on like when terminator bombed two weeks ago there was this like small but it was there like twitter movement of like well guys no it's it's, actually good good and there's just people are leaving charlie's people are leaving charlie's angels like it was okay as a b plus cinema score which means it's okay it's mediocre it's got a 50 a 60 percent on rotten tomatoes uh the fans seem to be liking it a little bit more but the people who are going to see it are the ones who are actively charlie's angels fans so that that's a hard score to quantify with the fan score critics are 60 and they're not hating it or loving it they're just saying it's there and that might be worse. It's much worse. <laughs> right. That's much worse. Yeah. There's nothing worse to me than a movie that's just like, we here it is. <laughs> we film uh, stuff. Have you ever read Save the Cat? We have made it by the numbers. <laughs> yeah. And we let this one boil by a committee. And there you have it. It has a franchise on it. <laughs> we slapped a theme on it. It's good to go, guys. All right. Well, do you have more to say? I don't. All right. Well, that's our show, guys. Leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Facebook.com slash groups. That's Hollywood Already Did It and Hollywood ADI. And we will see you next week. Later.